Off the ball. Somebody says this is bizarre radio. Ice cream on a pancake. Tuna. <laughs> He's brought shame to the whole town, village where he lives. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Right, I'm delighted to say that uh, Shane Curran is with us to talk to us about the Rossies and uh, what the revolution that's happening there. Shane, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, fellas. How are you all? All um, good. Well, as, as a Kildare man, I'm excited for you. You know, uh, I wonder how you feel about the whole thing. Roscommon, man, um, we're, we're all uh, very excited down Roscommon with the start that JV has got off to with, with the team. Um, it's been an incredible start um, and I suppose wins breed confidence and now it's a case of, of looking forward to every game in the league as opposed to maybe at the start of the league wondering where um, uh, we we're going to pick up three points in any game really, you know, and over the last, I think, seven or eight seasons been yo-yoing up and down between Division 1 and 2. Uh, league wins uh, were more hard come by apart from, I suppose, uh, in Division 2 last year where, where they won every game and went unbeaten and are now still unbeaten in the league over, over two seasons. So um, it's been a great start. Uh, it has given everyone a, a shot in the arm and a bit of confidence. Um, it's given supporters uh, a, a big boost. And, you know, I'd like it maybe to the, the, the start of the Arteta, maybe top eras with Arsenal and Liverpool, that the supporters feel connected and, and uh, great crowds in the hide. And, um, you know, it's it's super to see. In fairness, the uh, club Roscommon, the um, the friends of Roscommon, the organisers had long been, you know, really active and were just crying out for something to get behind. And at various stages, as you say, the team would come up and there would be a surge of optimism and then they'd go back down. But this this feels just a little bit different for a couple of reasons. And I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, ah, it's only the league, you're getting carried away. But like, we're supposed to get carried away. We love sport. The whole point about this is that we love it and we're entitled to. But I think that there's... The foundation here is a really good team over the last five, six, seven years. And uh, as far as I understand, he, he trialled 90 players before settling on the squad. That's one aspect of this. And then the other aspect is that the style of play is really aggressive and hardworking and consistent. It's, it's something that you can now go, there's a pattern of play emerging from these games that has the fingerprints of the manager and that's getting the best out of the players. So why wouldn't you be getting excited about it? Yeah, it's true. It's more really. I I take my supporters hat off, and I, I kind of go to games more looking at it from an analytical point of view, a managerial and a coaching point of view than than, than maybe a supporter. And um, while you're you're going to support, I don't even get a chance to get to many games now because I'm coaching in Westmead. But uh, you get to see them on television, and you you get to analyze it a little bit more. And as you alluded to, there 100 percent that there seems there is a style and there is a definitive way of playing, and there is a hardness about Roscommon as well, which which is which is good. I think over the last couple of seasons a bit of softness crept in in terms of 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 um, how how we played the game and um, we like to play the game too slow too lateral uh, on the players terms as opposed to on the on the team's terms uh, and that certainly has changed and and um, David to his credit I think really the recruitment has been has been hugely important um Obviously, Mark McHugh has come in uh, from Donegal. He's put his stamp on it. I, I was talking to one of the players coming off a plane recently, and and you know to have an All Ireland winner in the dressing room um, with the players is it, it, it gives gives a huge validity um, and gives a huge scope for, for for believing in what what what's been what's been said. And uh, 
just said the conditioning. Um, Noel Flynn is there. He's of, of Rossi blood and um, has been there before. I think with Kevin McStay, very, very good guy. And then we've we've Eddie Lohan, who Eddie has been involved with with numerous under underage squads and from the famous Lohan family of of, of uh, Roscommon um, greatness. And uh, he's in the dressing room there. And he's coaching the forwards, and you can see. You can see that there's people invested in the team, uh, invested in the players, and uh, it seems that nobody is guaranteed their place on the pitch, which I think, you know, there's been a certain lethargy with the team over the last number of years. You nearly pick it 1-15 to or 1-16-17 uh, every single week. But now, you know, you've got the likes of Dara Craig is coming, you've got Ben O'Carr, you've got Robbie Dolan, uh, all right around under 20 teams over the last couple of years. Tiger Rourke has come back to steady the midfield and do, do very well. And they've done all that, like while Eddie Nolan is out injured, Ulton Harney is gone for the year uh, and Ronan Daly. So they were three massive losses to Davy before he ever went, went to a trial at all. And he's just got on with his job and got on with, with no excuses. Um, and they've, they've got the win against Tyrone, which was a huge confidence booster. And Went obviously then to Galway and won, and last weekend again Armagh. Um, I think we have to kind of maybe temper it as well in terms of that. I think myself that a lot of teams are different stages of the season now, bearing in mind uh, where and when the championship starts. But for Roscommon, it was hugely important that we arrest that that kind of um, bi yearly cycle of up and down, up and down. And it looks like we've done that this season and can look forward to the championship now with, with Mayo on the 9th of April uh, with, with a lot of confidence. A staggering state of affairs where you have Division, T, uh, Division 1 where Connacht have the first, second and third after three games. No, le- no, no Leinster team. So it's a, it is, it's a bizarre... I see Lee Keegan is saying it's a division that nobody wants to win. But the one thing I would say, Shane, when, when Davy came on, um, he was on here on OTBM, um, it was a few months ago now, but I was working that morning, and what really struck me was... I, I sort of put it to him like you're taking over here like what is the upside of this job like you're taking over from a good manager and Anthony Cunningham Roscommon have won a couple of Connacht titles they're in Division 1 where's the upside to this and he's like the potential of this forward line is what really does it for me and I, I it really struck me and I remember there was a big reaction from Roscommon fans on social media as well and it's obviously rubbing off this belief that he's inculcating the squad 100% and he's been involved with Minute as well so he, he's seen a good bit of he's seen a good bit of the talent maybe coming through from from the from the pressures and, and from, from the, the competitions in terms of, of um, the underage talent he's had Colin Walsh there as well in in, um, in Minute that was involved with Roscommon under 20s and look, he, he obviously knows he knows the inside track in terms of the, the amount of young people that are around and what I like about Davey is that you know he's not made any excuses um, and he's been very very confident now he's talked um, he's, he's an affable guy he's obviously a good coach and uh, his his belief system and his positivity has, has rubbed off on the players and I think that that's crucial but he's interspersed that thing with players as well that you know are hungry you know the likes of Daryl Craig um, is a huge huge player has been very very good for UC, DCU recently top top talent his dad Jerry played for the county so he has that blood in him and, and wants to play for Roscommon and, and wants to thrive with Roscommon and, and that's that's hugely hugely important and um, I think once you have that and once you have um that fighting spirit within a team, within a spot to make 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 training sessions really competitive. Well, then I think that's where we, we've seen the difference over the last six to eight months. Where I think 
you know, it, it had got stale, it had got stale um, on the previ- previous management and uh, the recruitment, as I said, and the coaching staff have, has been very, very good. And, and uh, that that's key to it, I think, you know, there's nobody guaranteed a place, even though um, some of the older older um, stalwarts like Niall Daly have been, been absolutely fantastic as well. And Enda Smith, uh, when he started or played or come on, has, has made a difference with Tony Smith also on the sideline uh, and, and Young Cox. So, the, the squad seems to be getting deeper, and certainly um, there's energy in in their in their play. There's energy in how they want to play, and there's a, f- a focus on going after the ball. And I think that's that's very good. And, and I think if they can keep that up, um, certainly I think the next two or three games are going to be going to be difficult. Uh, Kerry and, and Mayo um, are going to be difficult, and uh, I think they'll be charging Donegal and and Monaghan to try and make sure and ensure. That that uh, Roscommon stay up. And, that, uh, sorry, Shania, that's a, that's a compelling thing. Jerry's always going on about the league and all that, and like these games, they're so in their own. There's such a narrative behind them because if you look at the three Connick managers now, Park Joyce under huge pressure this year because we got to an All Ireland final last year. Uh, despite the fact this year's going to be harder, Kevin McStay has come in. Mayo are always thereabouts, but Roscommon now have created this this pressure in the sense that the fans are starting to believe you've won three games. You're already sort of not going to get relegated, so. Between now and that Mayo game you mentioned, there is a slight kind of pressure in the sense of, well, how do we better this? And what if we start losing games? And what if we go into the Connacht Championship on the back of, we'll say, four defeats in a row? Well, I, I think pressure is a privilege. And uh, when you're at this level, you have, to, you have to embrace that pressure and you have to take it on board and you have to grow, grow under it. And you have to grow under the constraints of it as well. And, and it will bring certain, certain elements, for, for certainly for the younger players, where there will be questions asked to them. There will, you know, there will, be, there will be bad days. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, and I think when they have those little, little blips and those bumps in the road, uh, that's really the... the Time that that we we need to stick with them and and uh, and keep developing them on 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 the pathway that they're on. Um, it won't be simple. I think you know as you alluded to there, but Porik and Kevin are at different stages of their careers, and they're certainly their teams are at more mature levels. I feel even though Mio, you may uh, argue are rebuilding, their teams are at more mature levels um, from an SNC point of view than than Roscommon's are. And I think Roscommon at the moment are surviving on on the skill of the players, the skill of the management. Um, Sorry, on that, does that imply though that the, the, their S and C wasn't up to scratch, got into this regime, or why would they not? Why would they be behind? I, I think it's, it's well known. It's not like I'm not, not um, offering up an opinion. It's well known that our S and C is is kind of is 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 quite a bit behind where it should be uh, at this at this level. Um, the reasons for it, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, there's been a lot of coming and going with, with different SNC um people over the last number of years. So we haven't really got that foundation or that consistency in our SNC. And I think it's something that needs to be addressed. And um, certainly at underage level. Um there there's not the same programs or there's not the same emphasis on it um as there is in, in other counties. And I, I think if you were to ask Davy if the, if there's any area that he'd like to improve in his team, I think SNC would be would, would be one of them. That said I think sometimes we have to be very careful. I think in football too that we we balance the we balance the the the, the, the pylon in terms of what what's good and what's bad. You know, um, we have got very skillful footballers. We're, we've a strong tradition of producing really good forwards right back to the forties, fifties into Charlie McManus era, Frankie Dolan era, uh, and now with the Murtas and and, and Smiths and, and uh, et al. So 
um, that era, that, that issue has never been a problem. It's, it's kind of um, ensuring that the strength and conditioning is right and the supports are right around these players is crucial now for the next next uh, five to six years. Shane, I, I've, I'm uh, working on a half-baked theory and it's still only half-baked, so if, it, uh, if the cake flops, then so be it. But... I think that this is going to be a very random year because it's the first time that we've had a new championship where there's going to be a round robin after the provincial championships which dictate who ends up in the All-Ireland quarterfinals. So we don't honestly know how well you need to be playing at this stage of the season. The other corollary that we don't know is that this has been concertinaed in now to 12, 14-week period. So there's... this, This might be the only year we ever get the opportunity for this to happen. But I feel like there's a possibility that we get a lesser style, a team comes, starts playing well, keeps playing well, gets confidence and then never dips because there isn't actually a break in, in you playing. So in that group of teams who could be Leicester, I would have Derry, I would kind of still have Galway because they haven't yet established themselves as like perennial Ireland contenders. You'd have had Armagh there. And then if Rathcommon keep winning, like all of a sudden you're like, actually, you know what? Because they have forwards. You can't, loads of counties really great defensive structures take four or five years to get a, a an offensive plan going Should gets you so far you guys have it already yeah we, we, we definitely have forwards um, but uh, we, we do have that and I think we have to our our system has to be balanced on on being very effective going forward and and taking advantage of all of the, all of the, the pluses that we have up there I think defensively um, we are defending in numbers and we're defending really really hard and very rigidly and very strongly um, is it sustainable at the mo- over a full season um, I'm not too sure but what, what what we have at the moment is confidence and confidence is everything in sport and once you can keep building on that without it been chipped away at too much and, and certainly when we when play Mio and the Hyde in a couple of weeks time carry away if if those performances are at the level that, that these performances have been over the last three weeks well then you're looking forward into the championship but it's very 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 close into the, the league I think we're, we're two weeks out to the Mio game on the 9th of April yeah so it's a league final very, in between very, yeah there's nothing in between and possibly a league final correct and um you know, we don't. I don't necessarily think at the moment that our common squad is deep enough to kind of hang that. And we've got to also, I suppose, take into account that probably two of the best teams in the country, uh, Derry and Dublin, are playing in Division Two at the moment as well. So, are you eating my half baked you know, cake? Yeah, yeah, and and, and I think look, at, we we never know. I think we, we could be we might we might be a Brighton or a Brentford. I'm not so sure if we we can be uh, we can be a Leicester just yet. But I do think there's a possibility that like. <laughs> if if Dublin if Dublin are slightly off where they have been in, in recent seasons and you know with McCarthy and Mannion back they might not be but there's a possibility they might be a little bit undercooked coming through Division 2 and don't quite reach the pitch that they're at Kerry you know traditionally when Jack O'Connor has uh, done well there's been a really good strong solid league campaign because of the shortened season because they had the team holiday because like two of their clubs went to All-Ireland Finals they haven't had the full uh, strength and conditioning work done that they want to do, then all of a sudden this is a bit more open. I mean, who knows? Like Cork could come from Yeah, nowhere. no, no, absolutely. It, it is certainly, I think the All-Ireland Championship this year will be will be a lot more open. Um, and Roscommon, the expectations, in Roscommon always really do well when expectations are are dampened a little bit. Um, now expectations are, are quite high. But I also think, to be fair, among the supporters and among certainly um, the management uh, fraternity and coaching fraternity uh, who talk about the games, there is a realisation that 
and there's been a brilliant, brilliant job done, but there's an awful lot more work to do. And, um, you know, we, we kind of tapered and, and try and dampen maybe that huge expectation that's been created now by the media, which is all very good. I think it's great to see the kids, um, for example, on the hide last weekend, have, have meeting the players and chatting to the players. And I think we've lost that probably, that we lost that over the last 10 or 15 years for some reason. But post-COVID, I think, see kids out on the pitch, you know, looking at their heroes, touching their heroes, getting their, their signatures and all that sort of stuff. That's all brilliant for a county like Roscommon. And we need we need that in, in abundance all the time. And the league league gives us gives us that opportunity. And you know, the will as I said, there will be there will be bumps in the road and um the championship will come and it may not go necessarily how, how we felt it will come. But if you said to a Roscommon supporter three weeks ago or four weeks ago that we'd survive in division one we do quite well in the All Ireland series um, and win a couple of games. We would be, we would take that and, and and everything else after that is is a huge bonus. And I think we've got to give huge huge um, credit to Davy and and his backroom team. And I think to be honest about it as well the players for the way they've knuckled down, got to the job, um, and, and started doing it um, in in the way that we we feel they can do yeah. um, with the support that they have around them. Shane, great to talk to you again. Thanks a million. Cheers. Pleasure all mine, guys. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.